We couldn't be more humbled. We couldn't be more honored with your trust. Uh, your 35-year stewardship and legacy is one that I believe is Utah's. We're all in debt to you and the Miller family. Our commitment is that we're going to build on that legacy and we're going to continue. Last time out, we introduced Nio. This time, we're going to introduce a new face of the franchise. This is Round Ball Roundup on UtahJazz.com. I'm J.P. Chunga. I said on the last podcast, the NBA news, it never stops. And it continued with a historic Wednesday. Jazz transferring the stewardship of the team to Ryan Smith of Qualtrics. Some insight into Ryan and the way he operates from Clint Betts in just a moment, CEO of Silicon Slopes. But if you want to watch that press conference back, check out the Utah Jazz YouTube page and also utahjazz.com. There, Aaron Falk took out the best quotes, gave you a rundown of what happened at the presser that we will all remember. You know, Ryan, five for the fight. The only patch in professional sports that is going to cancer research, that's going to something bigger than itself. He's been around the team. You see him courtside at games. He was with Ashton Kutcher as the Jazz beat the Mavericks. This guy's a Jazz fan. You know, Ryan. And I'm sure as he takes over, we'll learn even more. For me, he's going to be a boss who posts. He's active on Twitter, as am I. So it'll be good to see just a couple of posters going back and forth. These are big things that are happening for the Jazz. So we'll keep covering it as it continues. We'll be picking up the frequency of pods over the next couple of weeks because we're zeroing in on the draft in the number 23 pick. Basketball to speak of, and if you're reading any of the reports, we might have basketball sooner rather than later. We'll be talking to draft experts. We'll be looking at these draft-eligible players. I'm thinking going through ESPN's top 30, as will involve not only Nio but Aaron Falk, others. We'll be giving you comprehensive coverage of the draft as it's just around the corner, November 18th. The Zoom draft. Get ready for it. But off the floor. Let's learn more about Ryan Smith. Clint Betts, he's a friend of Ryan, works with him at Silicon Slopes, where he's the CEO. We talked about how this man started a company in a basement and took it to a place where it's being sold for billions of dollars. And because I have no self-control, I asked about the hair. Yeah, I did. Here he is. Enjoy the conversation with Clint Betts, CEO of Silicon Slopes. I'm hoping Ryan will give me like a couple tickets up at the very, very, very top, right? Like maybe, (laughs) maybe once or twice a year I can, you know, those, those tickets they give like the junior jazz teams. If he could give me a couple of those a couple times a year, I'll be feeling grateful. He has experience with junior jazz, so I'm sure he would love to give you those tickets. Oh my goodness, I loved hearing him talk about his experience with the Utah Jazz in the press conference this week. Um, It brought back so many memories of my own. I mean, I'm a Utah uh, through and through, Utah native born and raised here, lived here all my life, same as Ryan. And I have, I grew up playing junior jazz, man. Junior jazz is like uh, the crown jewel of the state of Utah youth sports. 
And it doesn't get the recognition, I believe, that it deserves in shaping uh, who we are as, uh, you know, adults. I mean, I really, some of my most formative experiences happened on the court playing junior jazz, and it sounds like uh, the same for Ryan. And so I loved hearing him talk about junior jazz. And I love that he's going to continue that program because I think it's vital. I'm actually coaching my eight-year-old son's uh, junior jazz team this year. I mean, it really is just a, a phenomenal program and something that the Utah Jazz and the Miller family should be overwhelmingly proud to have instituted in the state of Utah. Where did your relationship start with Ryan? When did you meet him and what were your first impressions of him? Oh man, I don't I don't remember the, when I first met him. It's it's all a blur at this point. Uh, the the journey of Silicon Slopes and how uh, we've kind of all gotten to where we are today. But um, my my first impression of Ryan is like super driven, um, incredibly smart, and incredibly good. Ryan Smith is a good person at his core, and that comes through right away when you meet him for the first time or you've known him as long as I have. You just know that this is a good human being who wants to do good, be good, and uh, do everything he can for this state. And a lot of people don't realize, too, the, just how humble this, this guy is. And um, the way he looks at solving problems, the way he looks at building a company and the way I think he'll look at growing and building off of the Miller family's incredible legacy with the Utah Jazz is that, that humility and with a drive and a passion that uh, I think he's going to be known in, in short order as the most passionate uh, NBA owner in the entire league. How did he get here? What was the story of Rise through that Silicon Slopes? I think for a lot of people, their only image of Silicon Valley is through the TV show on HBO. Like, <laughs> what, what is the representation that he, he birthed out of Silicon Slopes with Qualtrics, and how did he get to this moment where he's able to purchase the team? Well, first of all, Silicon Valley, great TV show. Awesome uh, TV Sad show. to see it end. Sad to see it end. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Ryan, um, he started Qualtrics, which uh, back in the day was like a survey company that they were selling to education institutions in his parents' basement. Him and his brother and his father started Qualtrics. Um, Ryan has been the co-founder and CEO um, all the way through this journey and build it into this incredible massive company. And in fact, I still remember in 2014, we were putting out stories about what was happening within the Silicon Slopes community. And Ryan Smith called me up and said, hey, we just raised the largest venture round in Utah history. Um, and so for those who know, it, I think we'll look back at 2014 as like a seminal year in Silicon Slopes history, as well as in Utah history. Um, because Ryan raised a venture capital round that had never been seen before in the state of Utah and proved that you can raise rounds like that in Utah and not, you don't have to be in Silicon Valley. In 2014, the, the mantra was you have to be in Silicon Valley to build a tech company. I think we've proven that's not true now in, in 2020, but uh, that was the mantra leading up to uh, for, for a lot of years. 
And so Ryan raising that big of a round was just incredible. And then 2014 also Domo raising the largest round, plural site raise. It's like they were competing with each other who could raise the largest round in, in 2014. And so I think that kind of spurred where we are today. And Ryan's just, you know, he's a visionary on top of everything else that I described him as earlier. And he created this whole new category of business called uh, customer experience and has built a customer experience platform. So he's taking Qualtrics from just a survey company into a customer experience platform and analyzing everything a company needs to analyze. I believe even the Utah Jazz uses Qualtrics for this already, for this exact thing. It's like, what's the experience of attending a jazz game and getting down to the granular level so that you can uh, improve the experience and go overwhelm, uh, go far above and beyond uh, for your customers. And it's just brilliant. And, and he created that category and it, it created so much value. And at the SAP, one of the largest tech companies in the history of the world, gave him $8 billion for, for Qualtrics. And it, it, it looks like they might be going public, according to some of the news releases here, uh, uh, either at the end of the year or the early next year. Qualtrics itself, SAP is already public, but it, it looks like SAP is going to spin out Qualtrics because it's such a valuable asset that Ryan and his team has built there. Um, and so that's how he did it. He did it through, he's like an overnight success, 20 years in the making. That's Ryan Smith. He, uh, he, he had grit, determination, vision, and he stuck with it. Um, for 10 years, Qualtrics didn't take any outside capital, didn't take any investment money. He just bootstrapped it. Um, and that's the type of guy he is. He's willing to roll up his sleeves, get to work. Um, and however long it takes, as long as he knows, like, um, he, he's true to his vision, true to who he is as a person, he knows he's going to find success. And I think that's what he's going to bring to the Utah Jazz. Not to keep the Silicon Valley episodes going, but what goes into like a Richard Hendricks and Pied Piper going public? What does that mean to the wider audience? Oh, <laughs> Richard Hendricks. Oh, we can talk about Silicon Valley all day, man. I love uh, it. It's a great show. I, I fully endorse it. And this is, this is going to be my prep for when Ryan takes over the team. It's just rewatching that show. So Ryan's nothing like Richard Hendricks <laughs> okay. or really anyone on, on Silicon Valley. He's I not think, a Guilfoyle? Uh, no, I think, I think Utah produces uh, different entrepreneurs than, yeah. than, than California. But um, uh, sure, there are some similarities in, in you know, the, the cadence and how companies go public and things like that. What that means is it's an initial public offering. You, you put your uh, company on Wall Street, either through the NASDAQ, the New York Stock Exchange, and the public can buy stocks in it. So you're going public rather than being privately owned. What happens after it goes public? What does that give, give Ryan in terms of just being able to continue the company going? Well... You know, the, the biggest thing that, that gave Ryan the thing is actually that uh, SAP acquired Qualtrics for, for $8 billion. And I believe uh, Ryan is still the largest shareholder in Qualtrics. And so that's going to be a big deal again for him if, if it goes public. And again, I'm not, I'm just, I have no inside information on that. I'm just, you know, reading the uh, news reports that, you know, that, that may or may not be happening. Um, and so I think if, if Qualtrics does go public here um, over the next few months, it'll just be, you know, you have the ability to get, you know, sell your own stocks and your own um, things on, uh, on the market. So now for in a layman's term, I mean, there's all sorts of, we could go deep on what an IPO is and, you know, um, how to cash out and what equity is and all that type of stuff. But in layman's terms, it just means that Ryan's a very wealthy man. How about that? 
That works. Uh, what was it about Silicon Slopes that really attracted everybody to that part of Utah and birthed so many great companies that sprouted out of that spot? Yeah, Silicon Slopes is a, you know, it's the moniker of the tech community in the state of Utah, right? It's what the tech community calls itself. Um, so any tech company in the state is part of Silicon Slopes. And it's also a 501c3 nonprofit organization that was started by myself, Josh James, the CEO of Domo, uh, Aaron Sconard, the CEO of Pluralsight, Dave Elkington, who was the um, CEO of Insight Sales at the time, and Ryan Smith, CEO of Qualtrics. Uh, we started this thing, I believe, in 2015 as a way to rally the community um, by uh, using the model Learn, Connect, Serve. So if you think about what that means on the Learn side, we're primarily a media company telling the stories of what's happening within Utah's startup and tech community. On the Connect side, we do events. We do over 250 events a year. Um, both big and small, the biggest and most prominent and probably the most well-known is Silicon Slopes Tech Summit, uh, which we've done for the past three, four years. We had Zuckerberg out um, this past year. Now, that guy may actually be like Richard Hendricks. There, there's your example. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, Brian Smith's nothing like that. <laughs> Although it's fun to talk to Zuck. And then um, the surf side, we rally the community to serve and give back. And, and I think um, you know, Silicon Slopes is not what it is today without Ryan Smith, both the organization and the community. Um, I don't believe either would be as healthy, as strong, or as prominent if not for Ryan Smith and the company he's built and the leader that he is. Have you seen basketball, Ryan? Ryan watching a jazz game or Ryan watching a BYU basketball game because he's been so connected to that as well. Yeah, I sit up in the nosebleeds and I look at him courtside and I'm like, man, this guy's really <laughs> enjoying himself down there. Uh, man, I, I just think he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I wish someday I could sit courtside. No, yeah, he's, he's a sports nut and he's a basketball nut. And for as long as I've known Ryan, I've known that he's wanted to own an NBA team. I never thought in a million years that he could buy the jazz. I didn't even know it was possible to buy the jazz. Um, and the fact that he pulled this off is just incredible that he gets to buy the team that he's been a lifelong fan of, um, that he's invested a lot of uh, time and, and money into through his company and just energy into and with five for the fight and that patch that's on the jazz Jersey. And the fact that he even put five for the fight instead of the Qualtrics logo on the jazz Jersey just kind of shows you everything you need to know about who Ryan Smith is as a person and the values he has and what he cares about. But um, I've always known he was going to um, own an NBA team. It's just the, you know, I mean, you, you meet a guy like Ryan, you know, like when they set a goal, they're going to accomplish it. Um, the fact that this Utah jazz is just incredible. I thought, you know, maybe he'd bring the Sonics back to Seattle or something like that. Um, but we're Utah's so lucky and, and the jazz and jazz nation are so lucky that um, Ryan pulled this off and, you know, he's the new owner of this thing because he's going to take it to, uh, you know, not that the Miller family hasn't done an incredible job because they have, but I think he's only going to build on their legacy and uh, really turn it into, you know, what it already is an incredible team. And I think he'll bring us home a championship. What's the deal with the hair? <laughs> 
I actually love that, that question. I don't know. He's always had the air for as long as I've known him. Uh, most of the time he wears a hat. Uh, he usually wears, uh, if I can get him to wear a Silicon Slopes hat every once in a while, he'll throw that on. Um, so, uh, the, the hair is the hair. I don't know, man. Uh, I've never asked him about the hair. You don't like the hair. I'm cool with the hair. You hate the hair, JP. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that you hate his hair. I'm cool with the hair, man. (laughs) But I will say it is a little odd seeing in the Forbes article that I, that this guy's dunking through the air with the, the hair waving in the background. It's all spiked up. It looks a little, a little young for his age. Yeah, this guy has, on top of everything that I've said, this guy is pure sex appeal, JP. This guy is, he has sex appeal coming out of the wazoo. The hair is just the beginning of that. Um, and he's going to become, you know, if there's, a, if there's such thing as the sexiest man in Utah award, he's going to get it for a long time to come. Wow. Okay. All right, look That's out. That's what I think of the hair. That, that The hair is beautiful, and I hope he never changes it. City Weekly, take note. Ryan Smith, <laughs> sexiest Utah alive. He's the CEO <laughs> of Silicon Slopes, giving us insight in Ryan Smith and how he rose through Silicon Slopes and to make Qualtrics what it is, what it will be. He is Clint Betts with us on Round Ball Roundup on utahjazz.com. Clint, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, JP. Appreciate it. Thank you.